I'm Dave Hill. I was born and raised in America, but my grandfather, Clarence Vincent Blake Sr., was from Canada. Clinton, Ontario, to be exact. And when I was a kid growing up on the mean streets of suburban Cleveland, Ohio, my grandfather would thrill and amaze me and my siblings with tales of his mysterious and magical homeland located just across majestic Lake Erie. My grandfather's been up in that big hockey arena in the sky for over 30 years now, so I figured it was time I finally learned more about his country, which is why I started this podcast on which I try to learn more about Canada, one Canadian at a time. This is So You're Canadian. So today is January. No, no, it is not. It's December thirtieth, uh, twenty nineteen. Tomorrow this will come out. Well, f- quick turnaround. Oh, you'll be the last episode of twenty nineteen. Uh, the l- listeners of this wildly popular uh, Canadian podcast, uh, hosted by an American person. Uh, will no doubt recall that you've already been a guest on the show. And some people are probably like, hey, how are you repeating guests already when there's only been, I don't know how many episodes, not that many. But you're here in New York. Yes. And uh, you are not only one of my favorite Canadians, but one of my favorite people. Wow. Hey, right back at you. You don't have to say that to get in my good side. Good, good books. Well, before before we hit record here, you said uh, something. I'm trying to get in your good books. Yeah, and I said, is that distinctly Canadian? But what I need to say is, uh, before the listener just drives off the road in <laughs> frustration. Yeah. Uh, joining me for a record second time here on So You're Canadian with me, Dave Hill, from before, uh, is Mr. Nick Flanagan. Hi, Dave. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> I I feel like you, the first time you were on this show, though, it was uh, in its embryonic phase. And it was over Skype, I believe, also. Or was it? Like, Ooh. I, I think... I, I think it was. Yeah, because I had you on my podcast, and it was also over Skype. Yes, and we, we did. I remember we did kind of a weird trade-off and and you know if you can get an in-person episode after a skype episode well you gotta even if it's the next episode in oh the rotation. yeah i didn't even think of that i think because most of the episodes you know <laughs> lucy is i have a bag of uh christmas small gifts that i've been given over the holidays and lucy's uh taking an interest let me move them but now she's looking at you like she knows that they're your gifts, and she maybe shouldn't mess with them. Lucy, you're making my life a living hell. Lucy is, uh, she's got very human eyes, but very dog-like everything else. She is. Sometimes I think she's maybe one of my grandparents. But she, that's probably unhealthy for me to think. Is she one of your favorite people as well? She's my sweet sweetie. I love her uh, to death. Do you wish you could stand on both legs and walk and, around with you in a fur coat at mm, night? Oh, like transform into a lady that I could take on the town? <laughs> Same face, though. 
dog yeah, I, head. I would get a big charge out of that. I, I, I will say that I I think it would be really fun because you can't really take her in many places. There are a couple coffee shops in the neighborhood now that allow uh-huh. dogs. And she's a big one to bring in there. Yeah, so yeah. my idea is to dress her up as an old lady in like a gray curly wig, Ooh, glasses, like pearl necklace, and then like a flowery dress. Lipstick. Oh, I hadn't thought of the lipstick. Pearls. I know. Pearls. Yeah, for you sure. said the pearl necklace. No yeah. question. Um, maybe uh, some those white gloves that older women sometimes wear, like Ginger yeah, Rogers so gloves. Yeah. Well, she kind of already has those. As you oh, can so see. she does. Has but, she been to Canada? No, she has not been to Canada. I I need to look. Uh, in the, in the what the rules are to see she's if I can like drive. Got a bit of the 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 pity. Does she have some pity in her? She does. Is she full? She's not full pit. No, she's boxer. I know that Canada has strange rules about pit bulls. Oh well, she could pass as not being. But yeah. I I've thought of maybe taking her for. A, Maybe a trip to see Montreal. She's always... I feel like she would love Montreal. <laughs> New Yorkers have been talking about Montreal to us nonstop. Uh, really? Yeah. Does during that, my visit. Okay, so this is a good jumping off point. Let's yeah. let's focus for a second. Sure, I'm down to focus. So you were on the show already. And, yeah. Uh, for the listener, like, oh, great, he's going to start recycling guests all the time. Not the case. This is a rare exception because it's the end of the year. You're here in New York. Um... So New Yorkers keep talking to you about Montreal. Why does that? Does that? That must really uh, chuff my chuff. That really uh, well, chafes, oh, chafes my knees. That really must get your goat. It gets my goat. Is that a Canadian saying? I don't know. No, I don't believe so. Grinds my gears. Yeah, it really chaps your ass. Chaps my ass. Yeah, it does. No, I love Montreal, and you know, me too. Toronto is a hard city to be from because you spend a lot of time dreaming of other places even though it's good i can't explain but why. but everyone as as discussed uh at length already uh i believe on this podcast in my book parking the moose and yeah. in just our lives together it's in your book parking the moose that's right parking the moose. people hate toronto on random house it is penguin random house double day canada and what's the retail for it what's oh no, wait, it doesn't matter. I'd have to look. It doesn't matter what the Not for you, because your copy is no, f- free. Is that but not even saying? for the listener, in, in that right. any amount is worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll come back to you t- tenfold. And even library, taking it out of library, you get some residuals near the end of the year for that. I do? I don't know. My dad was a poet. He used to, every year, get this, like... $200 check from the library, the library national of Canada. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Like sort of like, like publish, like, like getting a song played on the radio, a book. Yeah. Comes. That's incredible. I have, this is the first time hearing of this. This is something I know in Canada might happen. I, I, don't, I, don't I know. have not heard of this. This is, uh, it seems like a very Canadian thing to have happen. Cause it's very, uh, reasonable. Yes. Yes, and it's also sort of designed to support uh, yeah, the the arts, the arts, which, um, for better or worse, we we uh, kind of do in a sweeping manner. Well, let me you ask know. you this: This is because I know musicians in Canada guilty as charged. Yeah, you're a rocker, rocking the house, brutal nights, brutal nights, old band, wrong hole, new band, <laughs> and uh, Team Quick Combo, older band. 
and uh, of course uh, Scott Thompson's Moth Congress. I've never I, played in that band. I know, but I I like to say that name out loud. They're so good. They're so weird. Did you yeah. ever listen to their Bandcamp? I did. Yeah. All their they did a lot of albums. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Paul Bellini had a health scare. What was it? Uh, he had a hernia operation, and it went south. And uh, literally, literally, and he wound up in the ICU, and it was really scary. But then everybody, and they put out sort of a GoFundMe really for the recovery period because, you know, luckily we do have health coverage, but the sure. recovery period is not, is, is not covered probably in most places in the world, you know. And, um, but you guys, so you guys don't cover the, cover the recovery period. Yeah, like if someone's supposed to work and then they don't, they can't. They can't you, you get know. money from the government. You don't. It. You don't. I don't think so. Because I think in Norway you do. Yeah, that would make sense. In Norway, they'll like get you a car. I think you might need private insurance for that to be a thing. You know, is okay. I, since this is about Canada, is this like interesting facts, or are we getting deep into like is healthcare fascinating for people? Uh, this, I mean, I think all wherever you want to go. I'm also it's not all, an expert. To, to me, it's fascinating. Oh, well, so I might be wrong ne- about the. Recovery neither am period. I, but just by by virtue of the fact that you are a Canadian and currently living in Canada, mm-hmm. and as uh, I've demonstrated uh, both uh, in person. On this podcast, in my hit book, Parking the Moose. Yeah. And, and your other hit books. And my, well, no, specifically, <laughs> uh, I am not an expert on Canada. No. But I, I well, uh, they don't even mention Canada that much, so it would be implied in, in the other books. In the other books. They don't really. Yeah, just a little. Not a lot. So implies yeah. no expertise. Exactly. Expertise. But, uh, I didn't know that. So, so yeah, interesting. You don't. So, so what happened with Paul Bellini? Well, he's in the ICU there. You know, still no, no, no. Then uh, Scott, all these other people, Scott Thompson, all these other people are posting like, you know, we got to help Bellini. The GoFundMe is asking for money. He hits the thirty thousand dollar goal like really quick, mm-hmm. and it was just so encouraging, you know, because someone like Paul, who if someone's listening and doesn't know, but most people probably do, because you have a savvy audience. Oh, yeah. Sophisticates. He was a writer on Kids in the Hall and mm-hmm. is in a lot of ways and much of the time, you know, Scott Thompson's writing partner. And uh, he um, uh, he was also the guy in the towel on Kids in the Hall episodes, if you watched that. There was a Touch Bellini contest. And, uh, you know, he's unsung in Canada. Mm-hmm. I, I had coffee with him this year. I think it was this year, maybe last year. And... He was saying, you know, he was literally, he feels like he was literally, like, thrown out of the the business. Like, oh, gosh. You know, but not in a way where he was bitter at all. He he was very funny about it. You know, he was just like, the Writers Guild, like, sent him back, like, the money that was in his, you know, pension-y kind of thing. Really? They like, were just like, get out. They were like, all right, seems like you're not busy. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how free Paul would be to say this, but if this would help at all get Paul back in the business. But he was like teaching writing, you know, like like comedy writing at mm-hmm. that time. So it's he's respected and was doing this this teaching gig. And that's probably what, you know, he's not able to do in this recovery period. And the end of the story is that on top of raising this money, he was eventually somewhat quickly like 
doing better. I think he was released from the hospital maybe a little bit. It took a while, but, and he put out a video saying like, you know, thank you and stuff. And it was Mm -hmm. very sweet. Sent me a thank you note, you know, I mean, and probably sent everyone else who supported the thank you note, you know, he's just a real. But it would be weird if one of those people were listening right now and they're like, wait, Nick got a thank you note. Shit. Shit. Chris, don't edit this out. It needs to be put out there. Chris, keep the shits. Shit. But yeah, um, so Paul and and Paul in, in a way was like also one of the first uh, people I considered like a comedy celeb who I uh, met in my uh, early days of doing comedy, you know, in Toronto. Yeah, some of them you were like, oh, there's Paul Bellini. Yeah, there was a sketch show that had hosts. Must be like how you felt when you walked in my apartment today. Yeah, no, I was like, so I was like, I can't believe in the house of this man I've known for seven or eight years now. Uh, we have known each other for a few years now. Yeah, because we were on The Best Show quite quite some time ago. Yeah. I think that was the first time I... Definitely the first time I ever was like in person at The Best Show. Yeah, mine yeah. too. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, it's wild. It is wild. Life's wild. Life is wild. If, if there's one thing, if there's one truth spoken here today. Uh, but but yeah, so so whatever. Paul was always very supportive and nice and, you know... I've got I have a thing and maybe you have this where people who are not necessarily super famous, mm-hmm. you know, like I just like it when people have done something that I'm I love mm-hmm. or even like and I feel a lot of the time the same sense of almost reverence for, that that I would, you know, for a, a big star or something. Yeah. Most embarrassingly, this was evidenced when I was a teenager and uh I was at some concert in Toronto, and the guy uh, from Urge Overkill came, and my friend didn't know who he was, and I said, it's Nash fucking Cato, man. I know Nash Cato. Yeah. But yeah. You, would you ever say, whoa? No, I played in a band with him. Really? So I would just walk up to him and be like, hey, Nash. Which band? What was the name of it? He was in uh, I had this band with my friend Phil. Well, he, my friend Phil formed a band with Moby called Diamond Snake and then I ended up being in that band. Is this Phil Anselmo? Just no, to be honest. It's not Phil Anselmo. It's Phil Costello. Okay. Different Phil. Right. So he uh Moby moved to LA and Yeah, opened that restaurant. Yeah, Little Pine. Yeah. Which is doing great. And then so we still wanted to play some shows. So Tomato, the drummer, was friends with uh his real name is Chris. Right. Uh, he was friends with Nash, so he said I could ask Nash to do it. And Nash uh, said yes, so we played a few shows together. It's wild. Yeah, Rainbow yeah. Room? No, he, here in New York. Okay. Yeah. Mercury Bar. We did play Mercury Lounge. Okay. We played Bell House, and I can't remember where else. Maybe nowhere else. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, all I'm trying to say is... This is a digress. Any podcast hosted by me is the digression podcast. Well, and basically. when I'm in there, there's also it doubles the digressiveness. Yeah, know? and the subversiveness. Yeah, not, subversive. not, not to brag. And uh, you always know we're hitting our groove when Lucy goes to sleep. When Lucy goes to sleep, and we we kind of uh, compete. Lowering our energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who can lower their energy? Well, I'm, a little, I'm. This is kind of this. Uh, this is me bouncing off the walls. Yeah, no, I'm my level right now. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, you know, matching energy is something that I uh, concern myself about sometimes. Yeah, I've read about this in my. Uh, uh, you know, I've been really trying to work on doing some self care, working on myself, and they say sometimes. 
you know, it can be someone's tendency to adapt someone's mannerisms, you know, and someone's mm-hmm. thing. And it can be good, obviously. You know, Dale Carnegie, I'm sure, wrote about it quite a bit in his yeah. famous book, How to Win. Yeah, he says, hey, Nick, that's a great head of hair you have there. <laughs> I wish I had such a head of hair. But then, I, then it, I'd say, thank you. And he'd say, thank you. <laughs> you know, I don't thank know what you. the yeah. imitative thing would be. He would say, Nick, if I had that head of hair, I'd just sit home combing it all day. I mean, what, what I'm really trying to say is that is that Dale Car- like I'd sit down and Dale Carnegie would like sit down at the same time as me mm-hmm. in the same way and I'd go oh this is a pretty cool place and go yeah I knew <laughs> yeah I like this place <laughs> yeah and then, uh, like it's how like Bill and Ted kind of copied each other yeah yeah you totally know? but but um Anyway, I don't even remember how I got. Oh, we 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 digressed. We digressed during the discussion this is of the digression. Digre- we haven't even gotten uh, ostensibly, yes. and I haven't even stated. I don't think I've even stated the purpose, aside from that fact that we're friends and you're in New York, and it seems crazy not to have you over. Yeah. To do the podcast, the idea was that we we're going to do sort of a year uh, close up, 2019. Shut the books on it. What happened? Uh. And uh, the only thing I could come up with is they boot gave John Don Cherry the boot. They gave Don Cherry the boot. Yeah, I was trying to think of a distinctly Canadian thing that happened. That was a very a lot of Canadian things happened. A lot of, uh, some there was an election also. Yeah, and, and but but Don Cherry got taken off of whatever channel they were showing hockey on Sportsnet, I guess, because mm-hmm. I think somehow CBC <laughs> lost the rights to Hockey Night in Canada, which seems crazy, but it I think that's what nuts, happened. And so Sportsnet gets rid of Don Cherry. Excuse me. I, did anyone hear that? We won't edit it out. It could be edited out. It won't be. I had inner gas. That's okay. But but. Uh, and I had outer amusement. Yes. Yeah, so that's perfect. I'm, I'm, I like to. It's comedy. Mm-hmm. Do some comedy for you. Yeah. But yeah, Don Cherry said some stuff that was about. I mean, to me, I never even really listened to the comments. It just sounded. It honestly sounded like gibberish from what I could make out when people were describing it. Like he was saying random for he just said foreigners, you know, he shouldn't saying, wear should, have should to wear, wear the. He was saying like sort of like hey, you you people you come here and you enjoy the milk and honey of our <laughs> land and you, you, you at least you could do is buy a poppy. You sip from our clear Icelandic waters. Yeah, and. uh at least you could do is buy a poppy, which, by the way, tons of people do of all types. Yeah, he's you, around that an... time of year, you see like every kind of person wearing a poppy. Yeah, he was just you know? being an uh, an old knob. I mean, yeah. an old racist knob. Yeah, no, there's no question that he's xenophobic and like presumably quite racist, whatever the difference is. But uh, his xenophobia is so outdated. That it's literally like the red scare type of xenophobia. I don't know if you've talked to people about this or even noted it yourself, but in the 80s, he was always getting called out and almost fired or vilified because he would talk about the Russian players and all the foreign hockey players and Mm -hmm. how they were bad and maybe shouldn't be on Canadian teams. I don't even remember, but it it was a whole thing. And so... My theory is slightly that he's still taught. He's like, ah, you Bolsheviks not wearing the poppies, you know? And it's like, <laughs> it's it's probably not true. Like, he's probably talking about other races. But 
and it's still just as bad, even if it's laughable. And and you know, Don Cherry is one of those Canadian icons that um, never should have been one. I would say, you know, he didn't. I never. It was a very thin, like, level of entertainment that he was delivering. You know that. Well, yeah, we well, had the cool jackets. Yeah, the jackets were cool. His look was cool. He sort of brought like a wrestling manager energy yeah. to, to hockey. Which so, I think is a good energy to no, bring it, to it is good. anything, really. I mean, I was entertained by, by Don Cherry at a time. It's just that, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like Andy Rooney. You know, he's sort of an Andy Rooney type. In a yeah, way, a, a racist Andy Rooney. Yes. He's a, dog, he's a dog lover. I respect that. Yeah, he had Spuds McKenzie. Was that the kind of dog? Wasn't it? Well, but wasn't, yeah, what, what oh was no, maybe it called? was a dog that was like Spud Spuds McKenzie. It wasn't. It wasn't Spuds McKenzie. Don Cherry's dog. You'll just find the jazz musician's dog. Oh, well, that's the thing is Don is racist, and yet his children, Nana Cherry, Eagle Eye <laughs> Cherry, you know, these are oh, boy. P- POC. Hey, eh? wait, he Don. This is. Now we're really learning something. Don Cherry's had several, as you say, English Bull Terriers, the same as Spuds McKenzie. Yes. The dogs are called Blue, and they're... Blue, yes, they're Blue. They're all called Blue. Yeah, because that's what he's called them, and it's like a branding thing. But that's weird as hell. Yeah, it's insane. Like, and it's a, it, doesn't that reflect how he's anchored in the past? You know, I'm, he's an unchanging. Now that I'm hearing it out loud. <laughs> also, don't forget. That's bizarre. How could you keep naming the dog the same thing? <laughs> it's like a story. It's like out of Grey Gardens or something. Yeah. Grey, great maple, great maple leaf gardens. Yeah. Also, I feel like maybe he supported Harold Ballard during that period where they were burying all the um, uh, horrible allegations that happened in Maple Leaf Gardens in the 1980s. Oh, do tell. I mean, this it's is a dark a... story. I mean, it's just oh, well, child molestation by someone who is like the head usher there and hiring kids to be really? usher type things. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a reason we have I was hoping to... this would be a lighthearted episode. Me too. We're, we're really... I go into the, I go into the, the sunken place. Oh, boy. Oh boy! I drove by. If I can bring, head <laughs> <laughs> coach and manager partnership. Okay, lease under the criminal. I'm I'm scanning the uh, Wikipedia page. Nineteen uh, other incidents and anecdotes. Hey, women are. Oh yeah, he seems like not a great guy. Oh, he's a bad person. He yeah. he, he uh, gave. Um, he was the person who introduced Rob Ford as his, at his like inauguration type thing for at when he won the mayorhood. Oh, really? And he was so Rob Ford is like, I know, I know, a huge asshole. Yeah. Get on up here, Harold. So, so he gets up there, not Harold Ballard, but but Don. Ch- Sorry, I thought you were still talking about Don Cherry. Oh, Don Cherry. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I was going to say Harold Her- Ballard is long dead. He died and he died was in a tremendous asshole for sure. Yeah, I mean that was like. You know, oh, he was not popular. You know, he was not Don Cherry. People were like sad. I no, he was they never were liked. Like, yeah, but Don. Ch- so Don Cherry uh, introduced Rob Ford. Rob Ford and was like, 
Hey, you pinkos. Like, that was the first thing he said. He's like, you're, we're going to take out those pinko bicycle riding, you, you know, no good nicks or whatever. And like, I don't know. But, but I did think that, I don't know, Canadian controversies are just so ridiculous, you know. Even the fact, you know, actually, a guy I was Facebook friends with who I did not know, and a lot, he was some comedian, and unfortunately on Facebook, you just do this kind of mass approval of people half the time. Yeah, you go, so, yeah, like. Yeah, so this lunatic. Like it. Or accept. accept yeah, yeah. I accept you. Yeah. And um, this dude vandalized uh, the like a wartime, like a war memorial statue in front of City Hall. A guy that you Facebook friended? A guy who Facebook friended me. I ain't Facebook friending him. Okay. Most people. All right. You know? But, uh, and he, he said it, he basically said it was because, you know, Canada had become this communist thing under, and Don Cherry's firing was an example of that. So this is. So he did this recently. Oh, yeah, he did it like November or whatever. Can you 14th. say his name? It must be public record. Thomas Zaug. Z A U G G. And he like Facebook, did Z-A-U. a Facebook thing about it. There it is. But he's someone who, even though we're talking about him, I don't want, you know, don't put this in the episode description. I don't want him to know that he's getting any level of. Uh, no, no, you know, but it is coming up here. Uh,. Man charged in Old City Hall's cenotaph vandalism. He, the words "Ye broke faith" had been spray painted on the front of the monuments. Yeah, and with us on the back, which is some reference to a poem. Yeah, that I, I like that he at least like uh, went the literary route with his uh, yeah. insanity. People with mental issues tend to tend to dig deep. look at uh henry darger you know look at what that guy did he was he said apologies to the court if i interrupted the fast food assembly line justice system we have here wow this is your facebook friend well no longer no long oh good yes i've defriended him and others so this is uh this guy's a uh a knob i would imagine i've never met him Apparently he was an annoying presence on the uh, Ontario open mic scene. Oh, which you can tour apparently. <laughs> you can tour it. You can tour around and uh, do spots. Yeah, Grenville. So, Collingwood, Barrie. This seems so. This is a because this is something is, meaty I've thrown in here as part of the year. It's in review. very meaty. Yeah. But I, it seems to be a common thread without naming names because uh, I don't. Again, we don't want to. I don't want to give people the oxygen. Yeah. Though we've given several yeah. bad people the oxygen <laughs> already. We've given only bad people the. oxygen I know. Let's so give far. some good people some good oxygen. Okay. Um, Gowan. Gowan, the musician. Yeah. Wait, no, but like, no, but I was, but I was gonna say there seems to be a a common thread of uh, of right wing assholes who try to be comedians oh. and fail, oh. and then they then they find a home as a right wing asshole. Yeah. We don't need to name any of these people. Um, Fuck them all. It's really bad, and uh, 
you know, I'm neighbors with one of them. And although he wasn't a comedian, he was a uh, philosopher, let's say. What does that mean? I mean, I know what philosopher means, but what does it mean in the context? What, He's yeah, how do you a former it? university teacher who oh, uh, oh, yeah, came. You, I've you told were, you this uh, before. Oh, yeah. I can't remember this guy's name. I'm I'm uh, I'm avoiding a, the oxygen as well. But yeah, let's say he's he, an author and a knob, and he um, is a, often on Joe Rogan, and he's a bone broth drinker, and he recently was in rehab. What and, is what is a bone broth drinker? Oh well, bone broth is the new thing, uh, Dave. Oh, Everyone's geez. drinking it for energy. <laughs> And sup, supping on it, and even in New York, I've seen places with a bone broth, like bone broth businesses. Oh, gee. how the people? How much bone broth should I drink a day? <laughs> how much bone broth can a bone broth broth? Oh. If a bone broth, bro broth. That's oh. what, I call it bone bros. That's the people who take the bone broth. There's bone broth, bone bros. Um. Oh, jeez. Um, bone broth drinkers. Yeah, you know, there was... Bone uh, brothers. One of those, um... Oh, gee. Well, let's, yeah, let's just... just yeah, let's just say that's, just not, that's well, something... But you know what I liked about this year in Canada, uh, in terms of that? I feel like a lot of those guys and, and gals faded into obscurity a bit more. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that was really nice to see. Of course, I think they're actually kind of, um outliers in a way because they all are leaving they all were forced off of these big corporate um platforms Mm -hmm. like facebook and youtube and i'm seeing the beginnings of other people doing that you know saying i've made a discord for people to hang out on like we might get back to message boards one day dave Uh, that's the hope i made my web when i first made my website which was long after the era of the message board i asked uh marcia who made it to like make a message board for it mm-hmm. and because we'd actually met Marcia who made my website on a special thing.com which was this like message board in the early 2000s yeah about comedy you probably posted on it sometimes I used to try to uh yeah popular uh popularize yourself popularize myself on there I used to see you in time out New York in some crazy outfit doing a talk show I said what's this yeah. What's this all about? They don't really do they do that anymore? Time out New York. Yeah, promote comedy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't. I know they don't promote mine anymore. Damn them. Uh, maybe they would. Um, I'm having a time in New York. How's that? A good time. Good time. Yeah. You're Very overwhelming. Time. Let's take a quick break for my delightful and seriously Canadian conversation with Nick Flanagan. That's you, Nick. Uh, and check in with our friends over at Maximum Fun. For more information on Maximum Fun, go to MaximumFun.org. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Together we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the Things That We Don't Know, the movie. And also, Who's That Grandma? Zazzle Zippers, Breakdown 2, and... Backhanded compliment. Elvis is a policeman. Baby Crocodile and the Happy Twins. Leftover Potatoes? Station Wagon 3. Herbie Goes to Hell. New episodes available every other Saturday. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye! Bye. 
Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors. and Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor, and I'm a medical enthusiast, and we create okay. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Every week, I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout history. And lately, we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday. Right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. And now we return to my delightful and seriously Canadian conversation with Toronto's own Nick Flanagan making his triumphant second appearance. I won. Damn right you did. Now you had mentioned earlier, if I may jump around some more. Please. That... During your this visit, which mm-hmm. is to say, the holiday season, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you people keep the New York people keep mentioning Montreal to you, right? Yeah, we, this was we mentioned this a little earlier. We went to Sidell's, uh, big. My mom's in town, so uh, she, she and I and my Nan Flanagan, Ellie Liebman, <laughs> so close. And uh, we we went to this place, Sidell's, which is like a dairy kind of. Jewish dairy kind of restaurant, like a la Russ and Daughters Sit Down. Uh-huh. You know? How do you spell that? S, I believe it's S A D E L L E apostrophe S. There we go, Sidell's. Yeah, it's in uh, I don't know Soho. And, there uh, it is, West Broadway. A little pricey. Smoked fish, house made bagels, and other appetizing fare offered in a buzzy, buzzy, buzzy vintage. Did you, did you find it buzzy? Yeah. Oh, I don't like too much buzz. No, there was, but it wasn't too buzzy. But there was buzz. <laughs> Which is why my career is where it's at. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like negative buzz. Sharp. I I like people being like, oh, I heard I shouldn't go to a show. Yeah. Because that promotes one of my uh, favorite pastimes, staying at home. St- oh, my gosh. Brutal Nights have a song called Gonna Stay In. and uh, Isn't it the best? Yeah. There was a whole album where I got very much into just exactly what I wanted. We had a song called Take Breaks, Gonna Stay In, um, Why the Beard. (laughs) Uh, What's another? Oh, We're Not Young. (laughs) I love this. A friend of mine, I was in Ohio. I just got back last night. And he asked me, this is a guy I hung out with, went to like grade school, I think kindergarten too with him. Had not hung out with him in years, and we were hanging out, and he was like, so, what do you do for fun? And I was like, I had to really think about it. Well, you're on the move at all times, from what I can see. That's an illusion. But I, well, what I said, <laughs> you know, I'm fortunate enough that I, I, the stuff that I do for fun is what I, I've been able to con the universe into. Right. It's what I do for a living, so... I kind of do for fun for a living. And then when I'm not doing that stuff, I had to think about then what do I do? Right. And I was like, I don't know. Crosswords? I just like to sit around. (laughs) Yeah. I like to, well, you know what I did? uh, If I can bring it back to Canadian content last night, and this is a classic DH move. Mm -hmm. I had uh, a couple glasses of wine. Next thing I know, I'm buying the NHL, 
uh, all access pass <laughs> online because there were no games on last night that that were that I could watch s- watch scan. They were all like blocked or whatever. Uh huh. If you don't, so I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna order the uh, the pass for a month and see where that gets me. Mm-hmm. And then I turn it on. I watch snippets of games I, from the different. You can turn on. I'm not. I'm, I'm. No promotional consideration is being paid to me by the NHL for saying right. this. But you can go on and and it, you can watch it like from the broadcast of like the home team, the away team. You can brought. You can listen if the game is broadcast in French you can listen to watch so I watch the can Canadians can do a radio sort of you can do the radio wow you can do whatever format and then they have this one like multi-cam where you can watch the game as you would watch it but then there's these other two cameras below that are over the goalies heads wow and th- but I was like ah, I'm, I'm fine without that I turn that off. You just want to watch the game I just want to I am not yeah I'm not going to analyze they plays. do a lot of camera stuff on TV anyway. Any yeah. In fact, you should do one where they don't do the camera stuff. Yeah. I oh I believe me. I like the simpler the like broadcast. A game of NHL the hockey, you know, just over. That's all I want. In fact, they should do one where they just shift switch it to a game of like the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo NHL hockey game and you're just watching the real game. I think that would be cool like like you could watch the real game, but they're all the players are digitized. Yeah, it's like a video. It's like a retro video game, but you're actually watching the real game. Oh wow! Yeah, and I'd like to see it. I mean, these NHL Plus guys, what they got to do is they got to get it so that not only are you playing, are you watching it in the Sega Genesis Super Nintendo version, you can actually do it in the different eras of video games which is you know Sega Saturn NHL games PS4 NHL games so it's different graphic levels oh I like a nice primitive graphic I'd prefer it yeah it's nicer I don't like playing those uh, too realistic sport games it seems weird to me yeah cause then you go like well I'll just watch the game I guess yeah exactly but the thing well, what I was going to say, my realization, and I had this realization before, and I probably said it on this program. As I was watching my twenty four ninety nine a month uh, NHL package, that I'll no doubt itself for news, I'd believe, and I'll forget yeah. that I've done it. Amazon Prime style. Yeah, and I'll forget, and then I'll just spend all this money and not... I am signed up for so many... Criterion channel that reminds this me this and that I've got an IMDB Pro uh, account I've got to cancel yeah I've got all that stuff <laughs> I needed like, to find something it. dumb out and, and now I'm on IMDB uh, Pro yeah I do that I like I, I signed up for some newspaper just because I wanted to read one article and mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me and then I then they made it so hard to cancel that uh. yeah I had to like call them oh my God. to cancel just uh, anyway, but, but mm-hmm. what I was going to say is I think that I just, um, I like the sound of a hockey game. I don't, I just, I think that's just, so if I could just get the sound playing, like sort of like mm-hmm. atmospheric, yeah. I don't think I would need this twenty four ninety nine pass. Right. You need hockey ASMR. That's know? all I want. Yeah. Just sort of yeah. like, oh, oh. there's oh. probably on YouTube hockey ASMR. Okay. Let's check. No pun intended. Let's uh, double check. 
Hot. Is that also? Oh, that's not bad. Let's cross check that. Hockey. A. Then we we'll ice the subject. Hockey. A, 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 someone already has it. What do you mean? It, it, there it, is it auto predicts. There is. There are. There is a. Hockey ASMR hockey sounds. I wonder if there's Don Cherry ASMR. This is just like a pickup game. Yeah, you want dun 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 dun. dun. I want the whole thing. Yeah. You want defense, defense. Is that a thing people yell during hockey? I don't think you could. You no want the sound of an octopus hitting the ice. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I got to get on this ASMR and I got to get on unboxing videos and really capitalize. And well, you know, I think that comedian Brandon Wardell uh, put out an ASMR album. Did he? Yeah. And what? Um, what? What did it? What did he do on it? I guess he told his act in that way. ASMR like this and then the girl's talking to you most of the time it's a girl and she says how much she likes you and how fun it is to be see I gotta to someone has watched right now. how'd that feel when I was saying that did you get the chills that's what you're supposed to get during ASMR like really chill yeah I'm gonna start my own I think unboxing might be where it's at but the problem the reason I think I might fail at it is I'm not an attractive young lady. So oh, mm-hmm. it's not just attractive. Some dude, uh, over five million views of a guy with a goatee, no less, unboxing a Motorola Razor 2019. Yeah, I think that there's, beyond just the young girl thing, there's a thing where if you seem like you resemble the demographic of a thing, then unboxing is, is as successful. Like, if you, like if, 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 you, if you look like the viewer. Like, if you're a Russian guy and you're unboxing, like, some technology, people love it. He's like, oh, this is a very good, uh, this is a very good uh, wire. <laughs> you know and uh um i've seen unattractive men do asmr before that's very disturbing asmr where it's just like they're making like popping noises and stuff they're just like but look i'm going to tell you about what people have said at sadell's about montreal yeah bringing so, it back so we were there right near closing time 5 p.m in case you're interested okay and, um, well, according, today it closes at 3, just heads okay, up. Okay, well, so the afternoon is all I'm saying. Late afternoon in this Though, case. Though, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday does stay open until 5, so <laughs> you're not wrong. Not wrong. And uh, thanks, Mom. Hold up the hours here. Mom treated us, by the way. Uh, Allie Liebman. Liebman. I, uncomfortable sharing her full name. <laughs> I know, people are big. Allie must show up at Allie <laughs> Liebman's house. <laughs> Where I am also a lot of the time. Yes. And uh, the employee, as we were leaving, an employee started talking to us. He was like, he was like, hey, just wondering, how do you like, how do you like the bagels? You enjoyed the bagels? We're like, 
we're, this guy is about ready to end his shift, and he's so enthusiastic about bagels. Bagels. He starts talking to us about the the ones, and we're like, we enjoy them. You know, they were good bagels. And he's like, yeah, you know, um, I like the bagels too. I'm very proud of the bagels we make. Uh, and we mentioned we're from Toronto, and, and he's like, oh yeah. So how does it compare to the Toronto bagel? And um, I did appreciate he said that because there is a Toronto bagel, and Ooh, the Sedell bagel. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know about the Montreal bagel, but there's a Toronto bagel. There's a Toronto style bagel. You wouldn't call it that ever, but it, it there is a what specific. Is it? Well, there's actually a few different types within Toronto, but I would say it falls somewhere in between size of uh, the Montreal and New York bagel. And what about the texture and the, the all that? It's not particularly boiled i don't think it doesn't have that sort of pretzely exterior that that a montreal bagel has is it because it's boiled the montreal bagel i believe so i may be wrong but aren't but the ones here boiled too? yes as well but sometimes that texture is similar you know here it's just the denseness and the size of the new york bagel that's the difference is the main difference i think that there's a greater density to the montreal bagel there it's very dense but oh, it's, it's small a, oh it's a you know? small dense bagel yeah, yeah. but then you cut I had it three of them I can never eat three New York bagels. I do find I can eat those Montreal bagels almost like chips. You know? <laughs> like, I'm just going, yum. Yeah. Um, yum, yum, yum. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean one bite and they're gone, like a chip, or two bites and they're sure. gone. Sure. Close to two bites and they're gone, though. Anyway, the Toronto bagel, there's also these beautiful poppy seed twisters that can be really good. And, mm-hmm. and so it's about the size of, you know, maybe... Uh, handcuff. Okay. And there's a circle in the middle, I, like all bagels. Would, and and all handcuffs, I believe. A- anal handcuffs? That's not what I said, but uh, continue. It's almost anal. You are right. Because there's the, the hole is kind of tight. Okay. <laughs> sure. Toronto bagel. And uh, a fresh one. Is, let's just get this out of the way. Have you ever tried to... Uh, no. Uh, okay. No. But let's just say when American Cut Pie came out, one of my screenplays was became invalid. Really? No. You and our... <laughs> just I should have. I was very young when that came out. Yeah, I mean... Starring Canadian, Eugene Jason. Levy. Wait, he's in American Pie? I've seen it. Yeah, he's the remember. dad in American of Pie. Of Jason Biggs. Who walks in when he is doing the deed. Oh, oh yeah. yes, he is. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. You talk about year in review about Canadians. Uh, Schitt's Creek certainly had a good marketing campaign this year. Did they? Well, they just seem to be everywhere in the U.S. Yeah. You know? I, and this is, I am ashamed to admit it, have not jumped in yet. No. I've watched I few. intend to. Enjoyed it. Good, I've heard great things. Chris Elliott. Yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. All the greats. I'm saying if you want to give me a, a reward at any point, people, uh, please, SCTV, every episode box set. Yeah. I'd love that. Great show. Killer. I'm trying to get my uh, lady friend into it. She's not from Canada. She's from, can we say? Yes. Scotland. Scotland. Well, she's from Glasgow, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just in Glasgow. Yes, and you loved it. I love it. It was my second time there. Yeah. Loved it. I didn't even know you loved it. I kind of threw that out there and you I did. Agreed. I I love it. 
and I I say you know because it's part of the uh, what's it called uh, archipelago. <laughs> no, but good. Uh, no, part of the uh, Commonwealth. Right. Yeah. That's sure. That's how I'm connecting it to Canada. Yeah, they are uh, ruled unfor- unwillingly by the royal family. Yeah. Who she often calls lizard people. They are. They're weird. Prince Andrew. Oh, Badmon. Totally. Even the Jamaicans agree, Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he's not good. Uh, no. That was part of the year in review if we're counting Commonwealth activities. Oh, my gosh. If we expand this to Commonwealth <laughs> activities. You got Brexit. We got Brexit. You but have the we... Australians. Um, uh, what did they do? What did they do? Um, Wait, so we, we, we still... People are, people are probably just driving right into... Yeah. Traffic. Because About I'm Montreal? Such, I'm such a bad host. No, I'm a bad guest. No, you're the best guest. No, you're the best I, host. I shouldn't be. Oh, come on. I'm an amazing host. No. Yeah. I can't. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll thank people enough. Who always write such nice emails about this show? That's great. Saying how much they enjoy it. Dave Hill at DaveHill.com. DaveHillOnline.com. Dave Hill Someone Online. already got DaveHill.com. I. Yeah, I don't know who. Theflans.com. That's what I had to get. The Flans. Because someone got NickFlanagan.com? Yeah, there's a golfer named Nick Flanagan. Oh, fuck him. But also, I had the Nick Flanagan Twitter handle, and I changed it. Why? I don't know. I was only 29 or 28. Are you still on Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not on Twitter. I know you're smart. <laughs> I got to be more productive, and maybe this is the year where I get off Twitter. No one's... Every once in a while, I'll have like a tweet that does well, but it still doesn't mean anything. You know, Twitter exists for someone like me so that I, someone can go, Hey, saw you performed last night. Good job, man. Doesn't happen. Rarely. Sometimes. No, but that's what you want. People go, uh, yeah. I just have people DM me on Instagram that now instead. Chili mostly. Yeah, and other, other celebs. So maybe the time has come. And I am Nick Flanagan on Instagram, so that's a get. There we go. But, yeah, anyway, so before we derailed further, you were saying, I I'm a bad host. Let's get it back to what, the Montreal thing? Yeah, what happened at Sedell's? The guy was uh, just regarding asking Montreal. about Toronto, and he was, like, he was like, what about Montreal bagels? Tell me all about Montreal bagels. I really want to know. What are they like? What do they taste like? How are they? So then we went into this long discussion of Montreal bagels, and he was like, thank you so much. And we're, like, looking at the time. Like, he's not getting a tip. We've already tipped. He's yeah. already got his tip out. So he was up. your waiter? No, he's just a guy. A guy. At the end, like an employee who was, like, on our way out. And he wow. just started really going into it about the bagels. And this is something I've noticed in this city is that people, whether or not they are enthusiasts about what they're doing, as you are. Uh, they really are, enth- a lot of the time, enthusiastic. They throw enthusiasm into whatever they're doing, you know? Oh, yeah. Even, you know, the other guy who talked to me was an, a 7-Eleven employee. And I was in there. The 7-Eleven on West 3rd Street? No. <laughs> the 7-Eleven on uh, 8th Avenue or 3rd Street? 8th, That's what I just said. No, 8th. Eighth is we're at fifty first. Would that be street? Okay, that's we're, a street. Yeah, so we're on fifty first like street. You're talking about the Seven Eleven on Eighth Avenue. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> I think or Ninth. I don't know. 
and we're uh, in the Seven Elevens out. A Seven Eleven, and we were. I was out there alone, mm-hmm. you know, in the world, uh, and he's like complaining with his coworker about how they just let a guy walk out stealing, basically. <laughs> what did he steal? I never got that. I got the sense it was food, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm like, did someone just steal from you? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. And then we do the transaction. He didn't say anything when I said I'm sorry, so it was weird. And I had to show him ID for the item I bought. And um, it's do you want to get into that? Peanuts. Okay. Adult peanuts. And uh, it, and then he, I'm like, sorry, this is Canadian ID. And he goes, Montreal. You ever been? <laughs> wow. So it's getting around. Yeah, people are, and then of course there was the Montreal Bagel restaurant that opened a few years back in 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 New York. Oh, the one in Brooklyn called I think Mile it, End. I thought it was in Manhattan, but it, it could be in Brooklyn. Mile End Deli. M- multiple locations. Nope, not the, I don't believe so. Wow, Lucy's got Small a Small spot drawing big crowds for smoked meat sandwiches and other Montreal-style Jewish... That might be a different staples. place. That sounds like that's a Montreal deli. Okay. This is like a Montreal bagel and dairy thing. Um, and the Milan Deli has gotten a lot of play on this show. Well, the Montreal bagel uh, place, I met up with Canadians uh, Jess Solomon and uh, Iman. Uh, who you may know? You, oh, I think yeah, you the have Solomon's. them. Yes, I think you. You had know them. them too. Definitely, they're great people. I've been meaning to get a hold of them while I'm here. They're, they're really, really oh, cool totally. people. They've been here to my lovely home. That's great. They've done this podcast. Totes. Wonderful. Are you talking about Black Seed? Might be. In Chelsea. Oh, it's in Chelsea Market. That must have moved. That's but... not far from here. Well, we'll go. We could totally go. We could go right now. Snacks. Lunch. We could totally go. Let's do it. Oh man, everything is happening for us. So yeah, that's uh, something that seems to be happening. And then someone told me they had friends in Montreal and they love it. People just, I guess it's because it's so close and it represents, uh, it's just a very different thing than most people in America get to deal with, you know. A New York-style bagel made with some baking techniques borrowed from Montreal. And based on the photos, I would say stolen from Montreal. I think it was opened by a Montrealer for what that is worth. Oh my gosh, this is wild. Um, What have you stolen from Montreal? Their sunshine? Oh, you're talking about Len? Do you know them? Do you know them? I met Len once. Yeah? Yeah, I met the t- the two I can't remember brothers their and sisters. I met them, Mark and I don't know the other guy's name. In Tor- name. they came to uh, see my band, one of my bands years ago in Toronto at the Cameron House. Wow, you played the Cameron House. That's right. Holy crow! That's right. You know, I uh, grew up uh, with my family friends. Uh, one of them was a painter named Sybil Goldstein, and she painted the ceiling, uh, did the art on the of ceiling of the Cameron House, and she passed away recently. I'm sorry. It was sad. And her sister, Rhoda, did, I think, hair and makeup on um, SCTV, which H&M? we brought up earlier. Not H&M. 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 Oh, yeah, H&M. Yeah. H-M- H-M-U? HMCS Pinafore. 
Um, HMS Pinafore. Wait now. We're almost out. We are almost out of time. So I need to... Is there a third Montreal thing that happened? Well, I think the third one was someone else told me that they had lots of friends there and they went there. Oh, fuck that. That doesn't count for anything. Okay, well, let me just try to think. My friend flew here from Montreal. He's Canadian. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And Who? I, Andrew. This For this trip? Yes. And here's... And I... I I feel like I was in Montreal and I gave him the idea to come here. I haven't seen him yet. Well, he got here Friday. Okay, is he still here? He's here till the second. So like, okay. Um, I'm a bit and I think you said the date earlier. I believe at the beginning of Thursday the show. I think it is Thursday. You're here till Saturday. Friday. Friday. I'm sad to go to the. Th- you're here to the third. Yes. All right. I'm sad to go. I'm sad to see you go. You should just go. move here. I'd like that, but it's hard. It's hard town. You got to make that money. Got to make that money. Where's the jobs? I don't know. That's a question. You know, New Year's coming. New Year coming. Uh, well, we should. Um, this is going to be the just year. so we don't have to. Uh, the we've driven the listener crazy with all my <laughs> no mine circular uh, mine conversation. Too. But uh, let's wrap up this episode. Drive it home. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, people all over the globe, but especially you, lovely Canadian people. What's up, my people? Your people. Um, so, hope uh, I have represented you well on my second appearance. Your my, record second appearance. Your record second appearance. There's going to be uh, no oh, stop right. till none of it on this show. <laughs> when I finally book a none of it guest. It's over. You know, honestly, something about 2019, I'll say, is I realized the incredible depth of the indigenous cultural scene right now in, in Canada. Canada. There is a there is more music. There's hip hop. There's all kinds. There's uh, art, you know, and someone like Ryan McMahon would be a great guest on your podcast. Look him up. Someone mentioned him to me. Yeah, he's 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 all around doing crazy stuff. He's a comic. I want to get Kent Monkman. Do you know Kent Monkman? Poet he's, or he's, painter? He's a painter. Yeah. He is a, um indigenous painter. I believe half Irish as well. Nice. But he has uh, paintings at the Met right now that I'm excited to go see. Well, I was at the MoMA yesterday. Well, his are at the Met. I well, believe, so. that's why I didn't see his stuff. So. Yeah. All right. But um, well let's let's wrap. If you are uh, from none of it or uh, who, uh, any, if you uh, yeah or Northwest Territories wherever sure if you or, or you know someone who would make a great guest on so you're Canadian with me Dave Hill, please email me at dave at davehillonline.com and what the prize oh the prize is uh, free maybe, cup of coffee maybe maybe a friend to be a guest. Um, so, uh, and, uh, we'll be back, uh, in the new year yeah. with all hot, scorching hot new episodes. I encourage you, uh, to check out our other podcasts, not mine and yours, Nick, even though you've been on the other one of, at least one of the other ones, yes. Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident and History Fluffer. Uh, thanks to my producer, partner in crime, the brains behind the operation, Beard Wonder, Chris Gersbeck. You know Chris. Good man. Oh, totes. Yeah. And thanks to our friends at Maximum Fun 
for letting us be a part of their podcasting and entertainment empire. Please go to MaximumFun.org to find out more about them and their plot for world domination. And if you haven't already, buy several copies of my book. What's it called? Parking the Moose. Don't seem so... Parking the Moose. Parking the Moose. Okay, just Parking for the that. Moose. Parking the Moose. That's the follow-up. Parking the Moose. Uh, Chris, just for that, play the song. Play the song. Okay. Uh, until next time, this has been So You're Canadian with me, Dave Hill. And I'm not... And I'm sorry. That's mm. my catchphrase at the end. Do you like that, Nick? Yeah, that's like a... It's pretty it, strong. It's cool. It's also a Madonna ref- reference. What do you mean? What are you talking I'm about? not sorry. What are you talking about? Um, in that song where she... Oops. I didn't mean to talk about sex. Never mind, I'm not sorry, it's a great scene. Okay, just play the song. Parking the loose. It's my book about Canada. No matter where you are. I think you should read it Parking the Moose My grandpa was from Canada So I decided to uncover My incredible Canadian roots I traveled through Canada near and far I ate more Ten thousand rocket shots That's a lot of cheese curd Parking the moose It's my book about Canada It's a fascinating country It's easy to see I could have written fifty chapters On just getting Lee
Org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.